0: Program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of Sengents, Glamour Connection, Van Garrett Media, their respective management, contractors, or employees.
1: This podcast produced by Van Garrett Media. Welcome to the Share Your Hotness podcast. Share Your Hotness. Now, here's your host. To agree.
0: Welcome to Share Your Hotness podcast with my guest, Bria. Now, Bria, how do you say O'Farrell? So, Bria That's O'Farrell. Right. Okay, yeah. and now I'm going to shut up because your accent is
1: everything. Oh, my word. <laughs> See, I, I don't, don't know. I, people say that, but I, I laugh when they do, just because if you go to Ireland, it's like the accents are so, so strong, you know, like, and you've got Dublin accents, Kerry accents, you know, everything has their own area. I um, just think they're all kind of ended up this with this weird amalgamation where it's like a mixture of American and there, because I was born here, but I spent my whole adult life there. So uh-huh. I kind of have this weird, it's but not a real thing. you still have <laughs> the great
0: Irish name, you know?
1: O- i do well o- I federal. i'm a irish guy so
0: <laughs> yes but that was that was well played yes. okay so before we get into that story um when before we got on i was saying how much i love accents and i didn't tell you this but listeners to my podcast will know that i believe that you have an accent you were two points cuter <laughs> and people always try to make americans feel better by saying that our accents are great too and you know what it's not it's been overplayed because of Hollywood, it is what it is, um, but you were saying, so I was telling you about how Share Your Hotness is about getting into conversations, and, and you started telling me something about Ireland, I said, stop, stop, because we have to share this with everyone else, so tell me what you were saying about
1: Ireland, because I knew it was amazing well um just that you would fit in over there really well because the way people are I mean I know a lot of Americans say the whole you know Irish gift of the gab and all that stuff which is kind of it's such a actually I don't think I've heard that phrase. oh you haven't oh a lot of no. Americans that go over there will say that because you know in County Cork there's like you know I don't know if you have ever heard of the Blarney Stone and yeah I've heard go the, the Blarney Stone. Stone. Yeah. yeah yeah so there's like a lot of tourism kind of tourist traps and things like that surrounding that whole thing but over there in general the whole culture is very much it's in the pubs and everything you're you're there to have a chat to have a laugh and just get to know other people yeah and um, I can't tell you how many times like being in the grocery store and stuff like I would just you know break out in conversation or you know people break out in conversation with me you're just chatting to whoever's there just because they're there and it's a lot of times it's about the weather because Irish people love talking about the weather <laughs> but it's that's just the way it is so you'd fit in very well I there. I am um, I'm now seeing that I need to move to
0: Ireland yes and especially when I become that embarrassing old lady that's talking to everyone over here um I will move to Ireland um when people are like Lita's weird I'll move oh, there and then maybe yeah. I'll be able to pick up some some cute accents and I'll be an adorable (laughs) lady with purple hair that those are my plans um so my daughter interestingly has an Irish name so a lot of times people either think I spelled my daughter's name wrong okay um but it's spelled A-I-L-S-A so how would you say that over there A-I-L-S-A and there's an island a
1: Craig that has that so I'm, I'm just thinking here. So I'm trying to envision that in my head. K-I-L-S-A. So
0: here people um we pronounce it like the frozen princess. Yeah so they think
1: I should spell Elsa, but I've been told I'm supposed to pronounce it Elsa. Yeah, do you know that I actually I haven't heard that one over there too often, to be honest. Well, means- I know I know it like, yeah. like it's fine. It, that sounds familiar, but I at actually the time heard that one. I thought I was
0: giving my daughter a unique name
1: she yeah. was nine
0: when the movie came out so and she is blonde and blue-eyed and so i just say that disney stole her likeness
1: oh absolutely yeah, yeah. and I, I, I like the way you spell it though i mean that is a very irish spelling i have to well we have the same issue with my son seamus his name is seamus and his is spelled s-e-a-n-u-s with a father which is the little accent mark over the e uh-huh okay. so, um yeah seamus but a lot of people out here mispronounce it so <laughs>
0: Well, I always think it's funny when people tell me I've spelled my daughter's name wrong. And oh. I, I live in Utah, and Utah is kind of known for unique spellings of people's names. So you'll yeah. have, you know, you'll have like a Rebecca with um, that, you know, maybe doesn't have the Bickwill spelling. But I even, you know, like there's just lots of different spellings you'll see common names have. And it's like a thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm in Utah. I mean, I was <laughs> in New Hampshire when I named the child, but uh, I'm like, first of all, it's my kid. But I do, yeah. my name, I do pronounce incorrectly. But it was oh. the name that I was given and how it was pronounced. So I'm just furthering this tradition. But I feel like calling a child Elsa in this country. <laughs> and so I was yeah. kind of curious. So you'll have to get back with me if, if, if that is correct. Or, you know, if, if I go to Ireland and they're like, oh, you sp- ah, and they get upset. Well, no, I'm that good. sounds
1: right. Like I used to know a lot of people like Ashling. the name Ashling over there is spelled A-I-S l how is it spelled a-i-s-l-i-n-g i -I I think it is ashling so the a-i-s makes that the ash sound which you wouldn't know that unless you live there but so there's just the way that you you've spelled it sounds it sounds accurate i haven't actually heard that one well it's um it means promised
0: of god and they told me to abort my daughter and that she wasn't going to make it and so when i'm looking through the baby book And this is my ninth pregnancy. My second one that would be successful. Yeah. And it said promised of God and God literally told me she's fine. And that I had the determination when talking to doctors and they're like, you really shouldn't be continuing this pregnancy. I'm like, we're going to go forward under the premise that she is fine. Yeah. And she ended up not having the special needs that they said she would have. Yeah. And she's, she's actually gifted. So you know, God is good and a little bit of praise to heaven and all of that kind of thing. But had she come with the special needs to me, that would still be my daughter. And I would be glad that I had her, you know? Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but anyway, speaking (laughs) about family, you and I met because we were on some Facebook thing and you shared the story of how you met your husband. And I was like, this is the most charming story i have to have you come on so feel free to put all the cute details of ireland and the blarney stone <laughs> is that the worst irish accent ever I think it might have been. <laughs> whenever i try to do an accent the only accent i can do convincingly is a southern accent it's like actually pretty good yeah but any other accent because i'm obsessed with bbc i come off sounding like a scullery maid that might have been hit over the head with a pad.
1: Yeah, a lot of Irish people have a hard time with sometimes when they see like, uh, you know, Jared Butler when he was in PS, I love you. Worst accent, worst Irish accent ever. They should have just let him be Scottish. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Isn't
0: that kind of offensive over there to like kind of not have their heritage? Because my people back in the day are
1: Welsh. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And...
0: I can't even understand Welsh accents. Like when I hear them, I'm like somewhere oh. in my DNA, I should have this down, but like a really <laughs> thick Welsh accent. It's like, yeah, I, I I'm getting this.
1: <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, they're tricky. All right.
0: <laughs> and they have a lot of different words. They just throw in normal conversation, even on the BBC. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's Which true. I'm like,
0: I'm supposed to know this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's true. Okay. So you were born um, over here. I was yeah okay I so let's start here. let's start there okay so uh yeah I was born here um I had your pretty typical Utah upbringing uh although, oh, so you're from Utah too yeah, yeah yeah originally yeah I was or um I'm from Utah so um I had never really traveled before uh I mean we we'd done a little bit here and there just you know gone like to Idaho or you know, uh, one huh? time we went to California when I was a teenager, that was the first time I'd ever seen the ocean oh, whoa, 10 hour drive. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that was like the most uh, traveling I'd ever done. It was very, very infrequent because just the way it was with my family back then. So, um, I decided, uh, in 2001, I was going to buy myself a plane ticket and leave. I just wanted to get on a plane and go. I'd never flown. <laughs> yeah, how old were you then? Uh, so I would have been, um, I was trying to do the math on that. Because I always tell people when people ask, you know, how old were you when you went to Ireland? I was like, I'm in mean, my late teens. Because I think to myself, so if my boys wanted to do that, I'd flip out. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think yeah. so. I think I was 19, 18, 19 years old. You were a legal I, adult, but without long-term planning in your frontal exactly. <laughs> and i never traveled like that before. Wow. Flown. I love I that. Even been on a plane before. So never even been to an airport. So wow. I bought myself a ticket and decided I was going to go fly to Ireland. It was a place I'd always thought, you know, seemed really beautiful. I, you know, thought it looked interesting. And I was like, I'm just going to go. So I booked myself. Like the a accents? Yeah. <laughs> because originally you didn't have the sexy accent you have now. No, 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 I didn't. <laughs>
0: and do no. you mind outing your age now?
1: Oh, I'm 39 now. So
0: you've spent more time. Yeah. Not, spoiler alert. The yeah. story's going to lead to her husband, but yeah. you spent more time living outside of America than you have living in it
1: um almost just about yeah literally okay. like half my life and in, in each place and I, I always kind of point you know I from the moment that I actually got there was when my life took a total different trajectory anyway so I always kind of count you know th- that chunk of time is me being basically there because I never I once I went there I never came home you know what I mean like I didn't come home home I was like yeah you were my heart was there, yeah.
0: there there's a there's a romance story coming that's like this, yes <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, we, we set the scene and she's coming to the airport <laughs> and she's embarking on the adventure and she'll never be the same. And what is that story <laughs> yeah, exactly. if I were writing
1: this script? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's what I did. I, I basically booked myself. It was supposed to be originally a 10 day trip and I um, just flew out there. And when you know, when you get there, you lose And are seven hours ahead of us from over here so I didn't kind of grasp just how far away it was and how long it was going to take you know two flights to get there and everything and I, I remember when I got there it was just like a crash course I was in the middle of Dublin, I booked myself a little place that was over by Christchurch Cathedral. So if anybody who's, your listeners, you know, listening to that, they'll know roughly it's in kind of the, around the Temple Bar area. That was, I booked myself just a little hotel there that like the flooring in it, when you walk in, the flooring was the original cobblestones from like the 1100s. And this was every turn I went blew my mind because I'd never seen history. Compared to Utah (laughs) that was
0: settled by, you know, Europeans in 1860. Yeah. yeah you know pretty new they very much oh look, look at that old molding is yeah much oh
1: wow exactly. that
0: window had lead in it that is crazy is about as know. old as we get and of course all of those buildings are reserve- revered yeah and now you're oh. going where people things are not in decades but centuries
1: literally yeah literal centuries and so yeah, so I get there um, and I'm just kind of enjoying every aspect, just, I, I mostly kind of stayed around the Dublin area. I was just exploring every little thing there was. And, um, but before I had left to go there, I'm I'm just to kind of give you a background I was I'm a Jehovah's Witness right and I was I wanted to know you know are there Jehovah's other Jehovah's Witnesses in Ireland because me being me I didn't know yeah of course (laughs) (laughs) I I kind of had this idea in my head that I I knew there was it's just that uh Ireland back then was a little bit like Utah it used well kind of used to be where it was predominantly Catholic you know here it was kind of predominantly LDS and so I was expecting it to be not too many. And the uh, you
0: know. LDS meaning the Church of Jesus Christ Latter-day Saints, that is the, yes that I'm just making a lot of people may not know what that oh Yes. Is, yes And they might confuse it with LSD. And we just didn't want to. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> no, not <that's> the <laughs> Yeah. So um, which is probably about 60% of Utah today yeah. is the Church of Jesus Christ, Latter-day Saints, or the Mormons. Yes. Um, but uh yeah, Jehovah's Witness is um not gonna be the predominant faith of Ireland. No, no, but so, I presume I mean, they have a strong presence there in utah or in, oh, yeah, in well, our, I mean, both i would think it's a very established yeah,
1: um well it's small but yeah i mean I think what happened was i before i'd left i kind of wanted to know where there would be a local kingdom hall to where i was staying so that i could go and see what it was like there and so right, right. i'd actually called and i'd gotten the information to, to the nearest kingdom hall it was supposed to be not too far from where i was staying and i actually don't know why i did this but in my hotel room there was a phone book and I decided to look up Jehovah's Witnesses in the phone book. We don't even use phone books anymore, but you know, like, yeah, I know, you know I'm, I'm, I'm 47. Pages. I'm older yeah. than you, so I know what they
0: are. Yeah, so For those I, of you I, who don't <laughs> I know. There these
1: books. ask someone,
0: <laughs> we don't have yeah. time, we gotta go with the story.
1: Yeah. Uh, so I look up Jehovah's Witnesses and there was a different um, address there with a different phone number. And I don't know why I did this, but I decided to call that number. Well, the person who answered happened to be who went on to become my husband it's my husband's father was the one who answered oh, the number because uh-huh. they lived in a house that was right next door to the kingdom hall in a little town called swords oh. and so anyway so i tell him you know i'm an american visiting blah 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 i'd like to maybe come to one of the local meetings could you tell me the times and so he tells me and he's and in true irish fashion and true brendan o'farrell brendan is the name of my husband's father which of um, course it is brendan. <laughs> yes. yes uh in true irish fashion he says to me uh oh well you know if you're coming out this way come and have dinner because that's just what they do they're just yeah. like the most hospitable people on excellent the time, so. love it so i was like okay and he tells me which um bus to take and everything else now you have to bear in mind this was during the time like in ireland they talk quite fast especially compared to Utons. a lot of irish people talk really fast and i was not used to all the different accents and everything else and so i was writing down the stuff the instructions as he's telling me but um i misheard a lot of stuff oh no oh no <laughs> and you're in a foreign country and you're not a savvy traveler yet no (laughs) yeah so I I misheard it and I actually thought he said his surname was O'Connell I don't know why but I did my (laughs) I guess it was jet lag or something in my ears I I misheard I wrote him down as Brendan O'Connell but anyway so um he gives me the instructions I didn't understand just how long it takes you know to to get on Dublin bus and get to swords I didn't know how long that was going to take and so I end up, of course, late <laughs> for dinner because <laughs> I didn't know how long it was going to be. But um, anyway, when I show up at their house, um, it was my husband who actually answered the door because he was uh, college. Him and his brother were still in college and
0: uh-huh. um, living at home.
1: And so uh, he answers the door and he, I'm kind of taken aback because the first thing I notice is his beautiful blue eyes. Oh. And I just <laughs> said... Uh, I'm looking for the kingdom hall and I know and I knew that it was in the area but I was looking for their house which was next door you know and I, I'd seen the sign for the kingdom hall so I knew it was in the right place but I just said um I, I is this the O'Connell residence and Tim my husband says no <laughs> and he just kind of <laughs> let me sweat there for a sec and I'm well, like, they I'm were so expecting sorry. you yeah they were expecting <laughs> me but I'm like I'm so sorry I must be in the wrong place and he's like oh I'm only buzzing you he's like you're in the right place but it's <laughs> O'Farrell." I'm like oh sorry so anyway they invite me in and they're just lovely you know made me a cup of tea and I got to go to the meeting there and everything and it was it was a lovely experience well um Tim and I really quite hit it off you know we just kind of had our own little chemistry thing going on and I just I love to sense of humor and everything else and he um I like I said I was only supposed to be there for 10 days altogether and at this point in the trip I think I'd already been there for five of those days so he invited me to go to the pub and the him and a, a group of other young ones that they were all friends with young ones. were going to um Whelan's Irish pub down in town for a gig it was to go see Declan O'Rourke. I don't know if anybody knows that him, but he's a great musician if you ever interested.
0: No, I'm just laughing because like when you go to um, Disney World. Yeah. How they choose to depict Ireland has a pub. Oh, yeah, right. And, you know, the Blarney Stone and all these different things. I'm like, yeah, it's like
1: I've been to Ireland. <laughs> That's how I can't do an accent. Okay. So, go back. <laughs> yeah. So, um anyway so yeah we, we went to this gig and I don't actually remember anything from the gig because him and I just sat there talking to each other the whole evening we were just chatting and having a great time and um so then the next day uh, he actually said why don't we go you know meet up again and we ended up meeting up again and so we just really had a, a, a really great connection him and I did so he just um, became a part of your trip he did for yeah. the
0: rest of the the days you're there and he's he's a, how much older than you are he's not he's you're younger than me so oh we're like, okay really, so, yo. <laughs> totally you know this is this is their <laughs>
1: you know yeah young love. yeah yeah so, very, uh-huh. very young love so um we kind of i don't know it was just I, everything was an adventure and but i was supposed to fly home on hey Tuesday. wait 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 yes yes okay
0: <laughs> am i interrupting the story if i ask a no. friend conversation have you kissed the
1: boy No, no, this is the thing. Uh, We really liked each other and we went on it like a little date. Now in the Jehovah Witness religion,
0: like the the Church of Christ, the St. Ridge religion is going to be a little bit more, we're not
1: going to kiss too soon because we
0: don't do that too soon.
1: That's you know? right. Yeah. You would only date someone if you were actually serious about really pursuing a relationship and where I literally just landed on his doorstep. And I mean, we had this great chemistry and stuff. It was, you know, we were kind of just like everything was so new and stuff. And, and, and I, right. I, and, Honestly, I couldn't even think that far ahead because I was like, I was supposed to go home in a couple of days. And it's like, how do you even correlate that? I didn't even have like... Yeah, you can't be proper... kisses around Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I was never going to start anything unless I knew I could see it through. And I, anyway... So, it, it, what the funny thing about both him and I is, neither of us had ever actually dated anyone else before each other. That's another thing. I'd been on dates, but I'd never actually now, properly had a relationship. just
0: educate me because I mean, I have a respect for the evangelicalism of Jehovah's Witnesses and how they, you know, share their faith and things like that. Mm-hmm. But, do, like the Mormon faith, you don't date till you're 16. Is it like that or is it more delayed? I don't um, know if
1: it's, like the right word that's that sounds like it's wrong but just more waiting time yeah it's it's very much encouraged you know I there's the scripture I can't even think of the the right scripture because I'm terrible with, with that but that talks about being past the bloom of youth you know so okay. um it, there's not an actual hard and fast rule when it comes to the age it's just you need to be mature enough to actually follow follow through with a relationship that you will be with this person Forever.
0: Okay. So <laughs> dating is, is a very serious it is first serious. step. It's almost yeah. like what we'd call courting back in the day. Yes. Yeah, so exactly. Youth, the youth that are in the bloom of youth are encouraged to hang out.
1: Yes. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's, there's nothing wrong with kind of, you know, getting to know each other and stuff like that. Right. But- and of course mm-hmm. it's kind of nice when you're dating someone of your own faith. Like I dated yes. a Methodist minister, wonderful
0: man, but you can guess why we broke up, you know, yeah. having a, a difference of faith is difficult, but having a similarity of faith does allow you to have some safety that, you know, that these are my standards. This is how I am.
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah. And that was kind of the cool thing. I mean, just even going to Ireland and seeing like going to the meeting there and everything. That is the one thing I've always loved about, you know, I'm, I'm, I've just loved that about being a Jehovah's witness is that you can literally go anywhere in the world. And you'll walk into a kingdom hall and you're gonna be fed the same spiritual food that you'd you yep. be fed in any other kingdom hall at that time, you know, and it's yeah, it's absolutely uh, consistent in that way. And so I have
0: had the opportunity to attend meetings of my faith in Armenia, Indonesia, yeah. and not understand what's happening, but <laughs> kind of understand what's happening, you know right. what I mean? So right. I'm like, oh, okay, this is you know what I mean. But yeah. there is a beauty of that, and I kind of feel like if every faith kind of was like, okay, this is how it is in our church. And Mm -hmm. if we continue to extend that to all humans,
1: yes. Right.
0: I, I, I feel like that's what, you know, heaven is, is that we have all just put aside our differences and we can make heaven on earth in our own sphere, right?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. if, if all of us were actually able to, to put that into practice, the world would be a very different place. You know what well, I mean? Right, right. But yeah. it's the answer to all of that
0: division is not focusing on the differences. It's celebrating the differences yeah. and recognizing that we're all trying. So, and anyone who's in my circle is awesome. I, I don't know. Yeah. Why. Yes, yes yeah I understand that I understand that and And they're they're like like, oh "Oh, those people I'm like nope not my peeps (laughs) (laughs) but it is a beautiful thing about faith too because like I showed up in Alaska and my job had been canceled on me and I was Mm -hmm. 18 but I'm a trucker's daughter so travel is like this is my thing right it's almost a comfort zone and I didn't have a job and I started calling um you know bishops or pastors of my faith you know mm-hmm. just started calling in the phone book <laughs> again I was kind of laughing until I found a family that would take me in until I found yeah. out my resumes had come back because we had to you know mail them back then you know back oh yeah, <laughs> yeah so then, I'm even <laughs> older than you <laughs> We didn't even have cell phones. We had, you had to go to a wall and hook to a phone. Oh
1: yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So uh, I just
0: went to Alaska with 50 bucks in my pocket and knowing that I could contact my church community and that I would be, I'd have a place to sleep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And And that is a wonderful thing that I wish everybody could have. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It is amazing that, and I think just knowing as well, you know, the standards that that you know god has kind of set for people if all of us followed his standards it would be a different place yeah you know if, what i mean if all of us that
0: were religious followed the actual standard we profess, <laughs> yeah that would be a good place to start right <laughs>
1: would very that would,
0: you know i think hypocrite was the word used you know that yep. they're close to me with their mouths but far with me from their heart Yes, and I, I like to talk a lot about the natural man Mm -hmm. You know, the natural man is the one that is quick to jealousy. Right. I mean, it talks about that in the Bible, but the natural man, if you look at how brain chemistry works, the natural man is the guy who's just go or woman that's just going off of instinct. Yeah. We're the only animal that gets to operate above instinct. And the call to religion is to go beyond our natural instinctual behaviors you know to know oh, yeah. the world to not be the bear to not be the wolf right to be above and beyond what is easy yes and yeah. you know so I when I like read something and I'm feeling ah I'm like wait that's the natural instinct okay oh yeah back, okay oh and really sit and ponder with things until I can respond in a way that it's I hopeless. hope is not the natural chicky babe oh yeah right yeah yeah. And, and uh, because there's so much that
1: people are trying to get us to react because that way they can use us. Oh, it's true. And we all have that. Our imperfection makes us very likely to kind of makes choose a path that isn't, isn't the right one, you know. Yeah. And that's why, you know, using God's word as the things, as a, as a mirror, literal mirror for ourselves is, is a good way of kind of keeping ourselves in check, you know. Absolutely. And, and I love how you said the mirror because we can, you
0: know, mirrors can be two way. But mm-hmm. but we should be so focused on ourselves and working on ourselves that we don't have time to judge our neighbor. <laughs> right. <laughs> because we don't know what That's their what, thing what is. You me. know, it's not a two-way mirror that we're like, I can see you, but you can't see me because I'm perfect.
1: You yes, know, it's exactly
0: it's, we've got to be working on us and we're only accountable accountable for our own actions and behavior. Yeah. And I I think that God's not nearly as judgmental
1: as we are. Oh, I yeah, I think I think that's true. I know I know he's got his standards and everything, but he has his
0: standards,
1: but he it, also says, you know,
0: that those that didn't know him, how much he loves them still.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Prodigal son and all of that. Exactly. And there's so yeah. many stories
0: where he proves that it's it's not, you know, his chosen people are not necessarily the people that know him. Yeah. It's exactly. those that are willing with their heart to be humble enough to listen, mm-hmm. and that's what claims us as His, not the outward professions.
1: You know. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, I'm
0: sorry. I took oh, no. this off into this whole. <laughs> it's all
1: good. No. This thing no, and I love every, it. the listeners are like, "What happened with the <laughs> boy?" <laughs> no it's all good I know I appreciate it I like I like talking to other well you Je- most people know Jehovah's Witnesses as the, as the ones that come to your door and knock. Yeah, right now we're not coming to people's doors yeah but uh Mormons have but a reputation for that too so we yeah we're we writing letters on. Instead. that's what we do
0: yeah <laughs> so, I always let the Jehovah's Witnesses come in have a drink of water and whatever treat I have in the house because yeah when I was a missionary for my faith and you know, people slam the door in your face all day long. You're kind of like, oh yeah, you
1: know? yeah. It's something you get used to, but it's always lovely. I always love getting to talk to people who have a, a faith or a belief in something because it's just, it's, it's wonderful. It's nice to t- speak to other people that have. It that. is, and I,
0: I found in my travels uh, that um, there's, there's a story in our scripture that's called the Book of Mormon of a story where this man is talking to a king, and he starts finding out what his beliefs are. And he's like oh what you call the great spirit i call god mm-hmm. and but he listens to him first enough to kind of figure out what his belief system is mm-hmm. and even though it's not like an organized faith or whatever he's like oh he finds the parallels yeah and, and i i like thinking of how that's how we're supposed to connect with people instead of being like this is what i believe and why don't you believe it right what, what, what is good in your life? What is precious to you? And tell me about that. And then you'd be like, oh, look how much we have in common. <laughs> and the brain loves to make connections. Yeah. The brain loves to that. you know, when you're, somebody gets a traffic ticket, right? Everyone's right. like, oh, I remember when I got my traffic ticket, <laughs> yeah. everybody's got a story. So that's the literal process in the brain. Mm-hmm. And so if we can just listen enough, look at all the yeah. parallels i feel like we're friends and i'm gonna move to ireland when i'm America. <laughs> i'll have
1: you over for a cup of tea well, yes. my, family. my family could have you over for a cup of tea because I'm not, I'm not there anymore but <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna be like the old farrows we go way back
0: <laughs> um, okay so you're you're about to leave ireland is where we yes. left off in the story
1: Yeah. So I'm about to leave. So we had gone on a little date. Uh, His brother was our chaperone (laughs) Uh and we just kind of, you know, we really liked each other, but we, we hadn't like, you know, properly asked each other out or anything like that. We just really liked each other. And that Um, wouldn't
0: necessarily be the absolute step in your faith and you have a common faith. So it's okay. There's kind
1: of, you know, yeah, it's, it's okay. (laughs) <laughs> yeah so what what ended up happening was um my husband actually used to work in the airport he used to work doing surveys um back then and so he on the day that I was supposed to leave he met me at the airport and was gonna come because you could kind of if you had a pass you'd go in on the air site this is after nine eleven. No, this is before. Okay, because I'm like this, people, this, hey kids, ladies and gents. Yeah, one day you yeah.
0: guys go over to the airport. I know, crazy. Yeah. yeah.
1: So so what happened was he met me at the airport and um he has his pass and stuff. And so he helps me get my stuff checked in. And I'm so I'm gutted because I didn't want to leave. I mean, the minute I, I stepped off the plane in Ireland, I felt like I was home. And then I met him. And then it was like, oh my goodness, and this is one of my great. favorite uk phrases
0: is gutted (laughs) gutted yes yes. i have tried using it a few times over here and people look at me like what and i'm like yeah it's like i've just been ripped from the insides
1: ow and i I literally i felt i literally i felt gutted i did i was weepy and i was yeah (laughs) i was a hot mess (laughs) so um we go through or he walks me through he could only go as far as um in Dublin, the way they have the immigration set up, is, you go through all of the immigration that you would do in the US, they have a little of uh, the station set up there. So you go through it there, you have the American section. So okay. he wasn't allowed to go past that point, only I was. So, cause I was the American citizen. And uh, I remember we, we give each other a hug and I'm crying crying my eyes out and I said you know we exchanged information I I think I I'd had an email but I didn't because I didn't have a computer at home I'm like thinking how are we going to keep in contact we wrote down each other's addresses um and we just I didn't think I was ever going to see him again and I left him I had a funnily enough I actually had a clotter ring I don't know if you know what a clotter ring is Yeah, those
0: are the hearts that the hands
1: yeah yeah i'd had one that for years that i always wore you know on my right hand and so i left it with him and he, all he had on his person that the, the time was his favorite pen that he used to use it was a fountain pen that was the only thing he had <laughs> so he left so he gets
0: this pen. this heart this i love ireland i even wear irish jewelry um keepsake and he's like here's a pen <laughs> yes <Yeah. laughs>
1: it was all he had and i loved it i still have it to this day I still oh i love it thing. even more yeah and um i just we looked at each other and we're just like wow well, you know i'm gonna really miss you and uh we kissed each other on the cheek and i went away oh, yeah. and i'm yeah. crying yeah. myself yeah. kissing each other on the cheek i know in your faith that would be a very serious step well it, see here's the thing in Ireland actually uh culturally it's very common for people to do that as a because there is so, such a warm culture there right, that right. a lot of people would kiss on the cheek but for us that this was more based out of because we really did like each other but we didn't we weren't at that stage yet right right <laughs> that okay when they make the movie I just want you to know
0: you guys will have a passionate kiss at the airport okay (laughs) when they make the movie that's that's how they're (laughs) going to change that up a little bit
1: (laughs) so uh anyway I I board the plane and I'm still crying grind my eyes out don't want to leave I was fine with Aer Lingus which is the main um carrier for for Ireland you know and uh I remember as I'm boarding the one of the um flight attendants she says to me are you really sad to be going and i'm like yeah i don't want to leave so i i sit down and we're everybody's you know gets on the plane and we start to taxi out and we're sitting out on the runway we're sitting there for ages and ages and um, everybody was kind of just getting antsy you know why are we sitting here for so long what's the story and all of a sudden, uh, this woman, she happened to have her mobile phone on the plane. It was an American woman. She's, she's unbuckled and she stood up and she shouts to everybody, oh my God, somebody has just flown a plane into the World Trade Center. And I remember I sat there and I'm like, you know, wiping my tears and stuff. And I'm all, I, this is how uncultured and uneducated I was when it came to travel. I thought, what's the World Trade Center? That was my first thought. Cause I didn't oh, even wow. know what that was. I'd never wow. flown to New York or anything. Yeah, yeah. So, and um, I, I'm kind of sitting there and then everybody's like, what, what? And there's a bit of a commotion, a commotion. Oh my heavens. And um, next thing the captain gets on and he says, there's been a major incident in the US. We need to go back to. And were you going to airport. be flying into New York? I was going to be, uh, let me just think. Uh, no, I was going to be flying into Chico- Chicago. Yeah. Chicago okay. was but my stop. Still,
0: so, I'll stay quiet gonna... if you can tell me.
1: <laughs> yeah so we taxi back to um, the you know back to the airport because we were actually on the runway at that point and um, it's commotion I uh, we disembark and um, it's absolute commotion in the airport and I could hear uh, the news broadcast being played uh, but there weren't any TVs down in the area that I was at so I could hear it but it's it, I just didn't understand what was going on I still right. didn't understand the magnitude of what was going on and um so I get my bags and I'm just kind of standing and I pulled, you I no flights because all flights in America were cancelled were cancelled um, yeah. yeah yeah and um so I go up to one of the Aer Lingus reps that was uh one of the ground staff and I just says where do I go I'm like do I book a, a different flight again still not comprehending what had just happened and he says to me you have no idea how bad it is in your home country now do you and I said no And he Uh says, you need to go find a place to stay. You're going to be here for a while. Go find a place to stay. You're like, great. I know people. Okay. Yeah, (laughs) that's I'm like, okay, well, uh, I can do that, you know? So I I didn't know anyone else. Uh, Who do I call? My husband's and his family. Because they were the only people that I kind of really connected with in that way. Uh And um, so. uh, You're like, here's your pen. (laughs) Yeah. I call and my husband answers the phone and he says, do you, do you know, well, he wasn't my husband then, but <laughs> he's, and I says, hi, it's, you know, it's me. I'm like, well, I, I, I'm not able to leave. And he says, I think at that point he had just seen the the second plane hit. He oh. was watching it on the TV and it happened right in front of him on the TV. And he was just like completely beside himself. He's like, I, well, you know, I can't believe this is happening, you know? Yeah, it and was, so and to he knows that are too young that 9-11 is a history event to them. Yeah.
0: Every, I mean, yeah, the story of how, you know, where we were and what we were
1: doing. Yeah, yeah. Just one of those moments, nobody will forget. No, exactly, Yeah. yeah, I mean, and even me where i'd never you know i didn't even fully comprehend what it was once i saw it and i was able to see it on the tv and stuff then i understood what was going on but i was but a bit even <laughs> so then, even yeah, then it's it's it so long to process it did because yeah. we are so
0: privileged in this country america that yeah. we have had very little violence um yeah. and you know we didn't have school shootings back then it was very rare
1: for something true. like that to happen yeah. we just
0: had very little violence in our country.
1: Right. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, he, he came down, um, him and his brother came to come pick me up and they brought me back to their house because they, they lived very close to the airport then. So, um, we come back and I just remember, uh, they had it on the TV and stuff and I'm just kind of watching on the TV and completely blown away that this is all happening. Um, but and I ended up, were you able to call your parents? No, all the phone lines. Because all the, I was going to say, yeah. because
0: I was in New York that day. Oh, I was, really? well, I, I was supposed to be in New York, excuse me. I was supposed to be in New York. And so, you know, the whole time I was like, what would I be doing? How would I be handling this? Yeah. Right. And I was going to be like 11 blocks from there. And you know, all the phone lines are down. I'm like, I wouldn't be able to even call my husband and I'd had yeah. a feeling because it was going to be for work that I was to not take that work thing. Yeah. Like why? And of course, then you have this whole guilt of why was i warned away
1: oh man
0: i'm sorry it makes me cry because you know why was i warned away and other somebody else wasn't and those are the unanswerable questions yeah you know um and you know it's been all these years later and i still feel awful because there's so many people that lost loved
1: ones you hate i know i know know? it's it's crazy it's i always think of that scripture that says time and unforeseen occurrence befall us all sometimes things just happen like that you know that's So, but, it was so um, we
0: could have this great conversation right now. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm like, I'm all crying. I'm like, wait, this is this is okay. Back to your story. <laughs> and the funny thing is, I remember it has something to do with 9-11. Now when you were talking, that I was like, yeah. oh, I gotta get this story on my thing. But we I forgot that part because <laughs> I've had surgery in between and that affects your memory.
1: <laughs> oh no, no, don't worry. So I'm glad no, I got to be surprised all over again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so well basically what ended up happening is I ended up being stranded there for two extra weeks that's how long it took me to even get a flight back out again yeah and in that time
0: but your Tim family and I,
1: did your family find out you were okay um I was finally able to get through to them I'm trying to think I think it was later that evening I finally was able to get through I had to try for hours yeah I mean ages
0: you know people don't when you say I'm flying to Ireland or you're flying to anywhere it's not commonly discussed. Where is my layover? Oh, no. Uh-uh. Right. So, your family is like, Yeah, they didn't know if I was in the air already at that stage. Because right. a lot of flights we that didn't had know, taken off. Right. You we know, didn't know. I'm sorry. I got all excited. Yeah. You know, and we also didn't know were there more planes? Right. You know, yeah. and so it was terrifying for people and loved ones that were in the air that day.
1: Yeah, it was. Yeah. And and my parents, they, they were besides themselves because they didn't know exactly where I was in, in everything and, and what had happened. But when I told them again, coming back to that whole thing of having a haven in, in the place, you know, with your spiritual brothers and sisters, when yes. I said to them, I'm okay, I'm staying with the family here. They live next door to the kingdom hall. They're a lovely family. I'm okay. Then they were like, all right, as long as you okay. know where I was, you know, then they were. Okay. Yeah. And so, you were with yeah. people
0: that, that want to take care of you
1: yeah exactly
0: well, I, I mean because so. one of the things that people who may not have a religious faith every religion i love studying comparative religions you know just mm-hmm. kind of seeing the commonalities and things yeah like every religion has a redeemer i just think that is the coolest thing right mm-hmm. even um poly poly you know theistic religions would have multiple gods there's a redeemer god right? right oh
1: yeah yeah and then
0: the other thing is almost all of them have some form of covenant mm-hmm. of what you promise to do and you know that's pretty common in Christian faiths as well. That there's some kind of promise that you are going to help others in the fold, the others in the right. fold. Mm-hmm. So your parents would be like, Okay, good, she's yeah, it's with people <laughs> who promise God they're not going to be mean to people, okay? Yeah, right, <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah, and there's there's yeah. a piece in that,
1: <laughs> it, yeah, it's true. So, so that's what ended up. I ended up uh, kind of stuck it in well not stucco i didn't consider it stuck. it was like i was delighted that i got to stay yeah you worked out pretty well yeah I ended, I ended up being there for two extra weeks and it's kind of funny because that day uh that evening in fact um tim tim and i we were playing a game of connect four i know <laughs> and we're just kind of ruminating over you don't, don't have to be happen. embarrassed about because when you're in love everything's fabulous i know yeah and um, he he just he took my hand that night and he just said to me, I really, I want you to know, I really like you. And I said, I really like you too. And so we started dating that day, September 11th, 2001, <laughs> and we started dating. Um, and love it i had you know the the next two weeks were amazing i mean his parents and him they took me all over the country you know took me to visit his family i had an amazing extra two weeks there um and and now they're, instead of just
0: the the tourist things that
1: you have, oh received, I got they're to giving the you country. the inside deal yes, of what you need to be exactly. saying ireland Yes. Yeah. Very. And I, I got to know better the ones that were in the congregation that where they attended and I got to make, you know, more friends and it was just, it was an amazing experience. Um, but i I still had a job back, back in Utah and I I had to go back eventually. Well, Um, and you
0: know, when you go to a country and you don't leave it, that's illegal. Yes. (laughs) You have to get paperwork. Yes, yes, exactly. They're gonna not let you come back, you know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, things moved, moved pretty swiftly with Tim and I, Um, we kind of make the joke in some ways. It was like our own modern day wartime romance because we didn't know how long realistically we were going to have. That's like, I I knew now that it was going to be two weeks extra. I was, I was stuck there, but um, at the time we didn't, every time I would call, like you couldn't get through to the airline to find out when you could go. So I didn't know when I was going to get to have, have to go home. So we took advantage of everything that we could and get to know each other. And, we, um, were, yeah, once we started you know, dating, things moved pretty swiftly with us. So we, uh, we ended up, um, I, I did go back then eventually, and uh, he, he'd made a plan to come over and meet my parents and stuff later that year. And um, then I had one more trip where I went back over there. That was in the May. And we got engaged uh, they because you in ireland you can take um trips to like ireland's super close to the, the continent so you can fly right. to paris in like two hours you know right right so like they and it's cheap you, the airfare for like um all those little so it's like t- almost like a bus fare because you can go and on <laughs> visit you can go to london another in, in the reason morning. for me to live in ireland <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure inflation and everything is, is kind of changed some of that now, but in general, you can do it quite affordably. My so, sister lived in
0: England for six years.
1: Yeah. Okay. And
0: she actually flew me over to babysit her kids because it was cheaper to fly me from Boston where I lived in New Hampshire at the time to fly me over to babysit her kids, you know, yeah. pay me a plane ticket, um, <laughs> then to hire a babysitter. And, you know, so I got to go to England and she got to go to all these amazing places and I love England and it was amazing. And everyone thought I was a single mother because I had all these kids in tow. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) But she would tell me, oh yes, this weekend we're going here. And I would just be like, (laughs) I am, my husband's in school. So we're going to like go to the farmer's market.
1: (laughs) Our big weekend plans. Yeah. Yeah oh that well that's kind of like when I went over in May um his parents and and him made this plan that they were going to take to Paris and while we were in Paris uh we were actually on (laughs) so you're 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 (laughs) apart you're apart for seven months from yeah yeah so we what had happened was uh no well to go back to when I first left Ireland after September 11th and I finally got home we were apart until December Okay. Um, yeah, he flew out in December to, to meet my family and he'd never really seen snow before. Not like, cause it doesn't snow there the way it does here. It, it, it's wet. Yes, exactly. It just rain. It rains a lot. Sometimes you'll get snow, but it's like an inch will shut the whole country down. Whereas here, you know, you know, he arrives and we'd have pretty good snow year that year, and, my, and we went up to Bear Lake well, and stuff he, like that. and
0: God does have the best snow on earth.
1: Yes, he was absolutely besotted with that. He's like, I just remember him getting out of the car, and he's hearing the crunching of the snow under his feet, and I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like, I just love that sound. <laughs> <laughs> he was uh, yeah he loved it so and then actually just then he flew back because he had a college course he was doing at the time so he was uh, attending at dcu uh dublin city university thanks for joining and- Yeah, he's a software engineer. So he's still doing what he he went to college for. Um, And then his parents flew out in February. Actually, it was during the um, Winter Olympics, you know, when Salt Lake had the Olympics. Yeah, Yeah, they happened to be out here. They didn't go. We didn't go to any of that, but um, they were out here during that time. So they met my parents. Then I flew over in the May. And uh, they took me to Paris just to kind of, and they took me to the west of Ireland as well. I got to visit a lot of new places within Ireland. And then we went to Paris and it was in Paris that we decided we were going to get married. So, so Emily, the city of romance is your city of romance. Yeah, you know, it is. It's, I always laugh though, because like my cousins and stuff always say, oh, you need to tell us about that. It's like the most romantic thing because we were on the Eiffel Tower when we decided we were going to get married. <laughs> but here's the thing, here's the thing, right? <laughs> So we're, we're going up, and I I don't know if you've ever gotten to go up the Eiffel Tower before, but it's I have, you have not, different levels. I have not have been there yet. Yeah, but I will. You've yeah. got these different lifts that you take elevators, you know, that take you up to different levels of the Eiffel Tower, and this, this is where I learned. My husband's actually quite afraid of heights, and I didn't know that. <laughs> well, far Ireland's far. not a really um, mountainous place no. compared to like Utah yeah. Mountain no it's not in fact um one of the first few days that i was there in the extra time that i was stranded he's like oh i gotta show you the dublin mountains and we get there and he's like showing me and i'm like where are they and he's like they're right there and i'm like where
0: i have had <laughs> this like experience in many places where i'm like yeah. if you can hike it yes. in less than a day might be a mountain but if <laughs> right. you can hike it in under an hour Definitely not a mountain. I know, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, and that's and, how I say mountain.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's, mountain. Wait, that's, that's yes.
0: Because I'm from Utah, and we say yeah. mountain and mountain. Yeah. Mountain and mountain. But my children say mountain.
1: I'm oh, very I'm proud of
0: that because I'd be like, "You might not live in Utah. You might need to be able to say it correctly." Because I would say mountain other place, and they're like, "What?" And I'm like, "Mountain." I'm
1: <laughs> I just revealed where yes. I'm from. Oh my That <laughs> <head. laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Oh yeah. So we, he was, he was gripping my hand pretty tight when we were going up the Eiffel tower. Cause yeah, I didn't realize he was afraid of heights. And when he get to the very top, it actually, it was really windy that day. And so it kind of sways a little in the wind. So he's like, we, he, we start talking about marriage and everything. And he, he basically more or less pops the question there we decide we're going to get married and he's like okay we got to go back down now <laughs> <laughs> we gotta
0: get back down <laughs> okay, we've done this romantic thing okay yeah, yeah. this happened in my mind i did not feel like
1: puking yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so um what ended up happening after that was he uh so that was in may and he flew out for, to stay for the summer the longest a person could fly out on your passport and um, both ways actually for both Americans going to the, Ireland and them coming here is three months. So he booked out for as long as he could to stay in uh, Utah for the summer. And oh, God love him. He got so sunburned that summer. <laughs> he has this really white skin, you know, well, the, the sun does hit the ireland land differently which
0: is why there's it very does. pale white people there yes because god placed lot, people so. and gave them the skin tone to be able to handle the uv rays <laughs> yes. of the environment they're placed in yes.
1: yeah exactly
0: it's like, it's like it was planned out and it's true <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and nothing so, to do um, with god liking one group of people over the other he just was trying to let you get vitamin d in and not get perfect <laughs> so yes
1: yeah. racism
0: just dispelled yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> so uh anyway he ends up here for the summertime and um we decide we're just going to get married here because uh it was a lot less red tape you know if uh, if we just decided to get married over there it would have been um it, there, there's all these kind of legal things you had to jump through whereas here it's pretty straightforward you don't really have to do anything <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we decided we, we had a really, really small wedding here, uh, August 9th, uh, 2001. So it was less than a year after we met, we got married. So you here. just
0: celebrated your
1: 20th Oh, it'll be 19 years this, okay. this, this really year. Okay, I'm really good at
0: math. yeah
1: (laughs) so we've been together for 20 you're right about that we have been together for 20 but our actual yeah married married time is you are so nice Bria to like cover up for my bad adding (laughs) oh (laughs) no 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 you you weren't wrong you weren't wrong yeah 20 years together and that's how I kind of see it as well and you you have your son Seamus yeah I actually have two boys um so what happened was we right after he we got married um his time ran out ran out on his passport and he had to go back and, and I—it's already my time to go over there. Yeah, we didn't—not really. <laughs> we do not really have hardly any time left after that. So right. um, I wrapped up my life here. I sold my car, quit my job, sold everything, and and then I left. Finally, I was able to follow him over there about five weeks after we got married. Wow. So, or after he left. Sorry. And how so, is
0: your family handling all of this? Their little girl. And they don't travel much, as you mentioned.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. Moving. So far away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was, it was all such a rush, you know, just cause I mean, here I come back and I'm like, I've got a boyfriend, you know, and, it's, and you haven't had one of those before. No,
0: no, yeah. I hadn't
1: had one of those. They're before. Like, and,
0: who? Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: yeah. Do we approve? Yeah. <laughs> My mom had always said, it, it, it's like, you didn't come home. And she was, she wasn't wrong. I, it, I felt like I hadn't come home, you know, you met, you met your heart. <laughs> I did. I did. Yeah. So, uh, in that time that I was kind of wrapping up life, you know, I took advantage of trying to be with everybody as much as I could. And, but I didn't know what way things were going to go. I, I knew that I wanted them to come out and visit the place, but I didn't know how that was all going to end up working out. And so when I, when I moved over there, I took on little jobs that I could. Cause I, my husband, like I said, was still in full-time college at that stage. He was actually, and you didn't have all the legal stuff. Those things take time yeah and you know, i had to, to get set up and all that yeah. kind of stuff yeah yeah exactly so. and you have dual citizenship now i do yeah i do in fact we all do my husband just barely got his american citizenship just a few months ago too uh-huh. so he and was the, the final frontier with that so <laughs> yeah um but uh, yeah my boys actually they, they got their dual citizenship when they were quite young because you can apply for it all over there you know so right right Um, but yeah, that, that was kind of what happened. We, I, I moved out there and we started this life together and, um, we had my first son Liam, um, in 2005 and then our, our second son Seamus in 2007 and every, every day there, every minute was an adventure, you know? Yeah. yeah. And we, and I love everybody out there. I still very much view Ireland as my home. I view here as my home, but I view there as my home as well. So when I'm over there, I tend to say back home in Utah. And then when I'm here, I'm sure I irritate all of my friends because I'm all, you know, back home. And I'm talking about Ireland, <laughs> Ireland, yeah. And exactly. now, right now, you live in Ireland. No, no, I'm actually back here in Utah. Well, so then I- we're going to have to have you over for dinner. <laughs> I know, I know. So what ended up happening was we would come back for visits and stuff a little bit here and there. I ended up getting a job before I had, we had the two boys. I, I got a job for U.S. Airways. Now they're taken over by American Airlines now, I think, but back then it was u.s airways they were setting up an um, a um, the their airline in dublin at the time so I, I was kind of part of the startup crew for that in dublin and so it, it really facilitated being able to have my family come over okay. i was able to fly them out so you have gone from not traveling much to work for an airline <laughs> for An airline, and so yeah. you're like
0: where have you not been <laughs>
1: yeah, right well, I, but i was brown staff I, I wasn't um you could but you person. could have fabulous weekend trips with yes and we and we, we did yeah we, we tried to take advantage we i mostly used it to visit family you know uh-huh. for when we come here and I, i'd have them come visit me so yeah so that was i only did that for a couple of years though then when i had liam i became a stay-at-home mom so well congratulations <laughs> yeah. for getting to do that i and yeah. uh, it's such a privilege when yeah.
0: uh a, one spouse will provide in a way that we can provide that that care and nourishment you know to a kid yes. i'm a big yeah. fan of, of, of that, you know, once somebody is there nurturing the kid, if it's grandma, if it's an aunt, you know, but, um, it's definitely, I, I look upon my years of being able to be mostly a stay-at-home parent, the golden, the golden time, except for when I moved to Ireland as an old lady. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah, that's amazing. So uh, you miss back home in Ireland.
1: I do. Um, his parents come out and visit us quite a bit, or they had up until the pandemic hit. Um, they, in fact, we were actually planning to go back there just this last February we were or January time. We were going to supposed to be going back there, but just with everything that happened, obviously and, we didn't. So,
0: um, with your husband's, you know, being an engineer, he could work anywhere. There's he's going to yeah. be, man. yeah. Yeah. You're going to like do so many years here and then so many years there just kind of.
1: Yeah. You know? well, well, that was kind of what ended up happening is we had 14 almost 15 amazing years in ireland where we had our boys and had a life and everything and in the time you know we kind of bounced back here for little visits and go go back home and and my husband really liked the outdoor lifestyle of here you know the the mountains and the um, paddle boarding and all mountain biking and all the stuff that you can do and so we decided to have a new adventure and so when we moved back here it was actually like starting all over again I felt like a foreigner moving back here. Yeah, I sure. I'm sure, <laughs> the same way I'm I'm sure. I did when I felt like a foreigner moving over well, there. Well, the truth is when I I left Utah
0: two days after graduating from high school. Uh-huh. And everywhere has its own distinct culture. Yes. But Utah definitely has a strong distinct culture. For
1: sure. It and does.
0: I lived in nine states since graduating from high school. Yeah. Or eight states cuz I'm counting Utah as one of the nine states I've lived in. And you know, traveled quite a bit. That When we moved back here, it was I'm like I'm of the dominant culture and it was still a cultural shock. So I joke that I could be a good interpreter for people, you know? And then when people are like, you're from Utah. And I'm like, well, originally, and they're like, (laughs) it kind of makes me happy that I seem more not normal. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, what's normal, you know? I know. Though I'm proud uh, of the state I'm from, you know, because it is the best snow on earth and it is an outdoor and very friendly place. Yeah. Even though sometimes I'm still too friendly.
1: I feel that way too. I can relate to that because that was a little bit of a crash course. Once I moved back, you know, like I said, at the beginning of when I first started talking to you, you go into the shops and you're just there chatting to people in the shops. You do that here and people look at you weird. (laughs) You just start kind of breaking into conversation with them. So. And now with, with COVID, I
0: am like, okay, Lita, you're one of these people who can talk to people. I can mm-hmm. talk to like anyone. It's one of my skill set because I love all the people, right? Yeah. I'm like I need to be extra friendly to remind people. Remember when we talked to each other? Remember when we could see each other's faces? Remember, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And we weren't like, um, you know, I was in an outdoor thing the other day, and there was this lady that you could tell was very nervous if people got within ten feet of her. Oh yeah. And so I said, you know, I'm I'm vaccinated. And she's like, mm-hmm. I am too, but she's, you know, she, you know, just so used to being away from people that I'm kind of mm-hmm. like, what are the words that I can say to you to help you not be afraid that we're in an outdoor. Th- okay. <laughs> Sorry. I'm <laughs> in your face. Yeah. You know? And I, and I, though I'm like, it, it's just, we it's um, I think it's brought out all of our social awkwardness and put it right it on has. the forefront. And, yeah. you know, I have embraced my inner introvert. I have not mm-hmm. really, I mean, I'm a person of, of great privilege because I am financially comfortable enough that mm-hmm. shutting down my job worked. Yeah. Yeah. But I come from a place where we, except for the fact that we have a fallback in America, we would have starved to death,
1: you right. know?
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, those of us who are like, oh, I, I'm loving 2020. I get to be home. I'm like, that's privilege. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sure. just period you yeah. know um and uh so but it has brought out so we need to make an extra effort when we're in public to remind people what it's like and how fun people are yeah but of yeah. arguing with each other on social media
1: i and, know, you know keyboard warriors and all that
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my heavens i have loved 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 this whole story i don't know what girl would not love a great um, 9/11, war time, fall in love in a foreign country story, and when they when they make the movie, <laughs> my son oh. has blue eyes and wants to get more into acting. So okay, we, we okay. can cast. Well, he doesn't have an Irish accent, and he'll be like Gerard Butler with the bad well, accent, I know
1: right? <laughs> Though. I think mean, yeah. there's a lot of movies there that are like that, you know, Tom Cruise and Far Away, same thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a lot to say about there's that. But,
0: but Kim is from Australia. Um, Kim, why did I just Far oh, Away and
1: Nicole Kidman?
0: Nicole Kidman, thank you. i uh, yes. See, I was close. Yeah. <laughs> she's from Australia, but I hear she did well with the act She did.
1: She actually okay. did. She wasn't too bad.
0: Yeah, she wasn't. Too yeah. Bad. Well, she's yeah. she's pretty smart. Yeah. You know, she seems like she's, she's not too dumb when it comes to them. <laughs> so we'll just leave that there. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, okay. So one of the things I like to ask my guests
1: mm-hmm. is, you know,
0: because it's all about share your hotness and fire needs three different elements to live. Right. Yeah. We have our fuel, our heat, our oxygen. So what is the thing? What is your fuel? What, what gets you up? What gets you going? What's the thing you need to put in?
1: Right. Do you know, I was really kind of grappling with this when, when I read that I was trying to think, you know, send an, an email out to my guests. They're not like, yeah, me. yeah. Yeah. And, and I liked the, I liked the, you know, the way you ask people that because we all have things that drive us and stuff, but I'm, I'm afraid I, I might be a little bit boring in this answer, but Don't for me, the boring. <laughs> talk about yourself. Yeah. I'm a little bit boring
0: and I, they could make a movie out of my in love story. See how bad my accents are. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Um,
1: well for me in all honesty the things that are the most important to me are have touch all three aspects of that you know and for me it's always been obviously my relationship with jehovah god my family uh, my husband you know my my boys and my husband and um and so i kind of it's hard for me to differentiate those in in, you don't have to that's your own thing they're just yeah you don't, you don't they, have to separate them. It's good. It, especially as it was all um, my life and everything that I had there in the life that I built there, it was it, in a lot of ways, it was its own thing and stuff, but it very much helped me to become the person that I am today. Absolutely. And absolutely. Um, it's just kind of, you know, the relationships that we have with our people and stuff, who, what would we be without that? You know, absolutely um, the, the relationship, that we have with our creator, what would we be without that? So, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I'm a person of faith and yeah, um, I know not everybody is, but yeah. That's just and me. that's I fine. mean, I'm
0: pretty open about it. Cause I would this yeah. would be a really hypocritical podcast if I were like, well, I'm not <laughs> sure about me, you yeah. know? Um, but I, I think that, you know, faith does bring a beautiful element to life and we need to, to live up to what we say we are. And you have yeah. a child calling you now. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. She like I was <laughs> like, you're an angel. Visitation is happening.
1: <laughs> it's all good. It's all good.
0: <laughs> um, I have signals with my people where I'm like, yeah. you know, um, go away. And then I used to close the door, but they, um, they
1: can't, they will open and make noise. So this way <laughs> they can see what I'm doing and I'm well, like, I, yeah, it's, you know? it's just what what it what it is the life of a wife and mother. You always have somebody kind of there, you know, in the background. Right, right. I, I was well, actually surprised yeah, she me.
0: looked up to this, and I'm like, she's seeing <laughs> an angel. I wanted to make yeah.
1: a joke. <laughs> <I'm my angel. laughs> He's doing a bow now.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. Is that your husband? He um, was my husband. Yeah, okay, come come so I can see you.
1: Oh, oh, she wants to see you now. Will you come say hello?
0: All I know is you can't <laughs> handle the Utah sun, and you have blue eyes. <laughs> she
1: just. It, Wait, she wants to say hello. It's <laughs> not going to be all over the internet. I'm sure. Yeah. No, <laughs> it, this is. It's only. It's only the voice. So. Yeah. Yes. Hey. Hello. How are you? My I'm husband's good. an
0: engineer too. Yeah. Yeah. Engineers are the awesome. They engineer. know how to be steady. You know? <laughs> yes. For sure. For sure. Yes. Yes, I can see how those eyes would catch your attention. I'm not I know. Not it
1: was the first thing I saw, and I yes.
0: was like, "Wow!" <laughs> and look at how he looks at you. I think he yeah, likes you. Yes. <laughs>
1: Well, don't tell like... her that
0: <laughs> oh and he's got the cute accent too <laughs> you tell her that right You tell her all the time that you like her and love her and all that you got it right? yeah absolutely right yeah yeah of course bria so knows that <laughs> she's like there you go okay so while your husband's here i'm gonna
1: ask you what's your heat what's the thing that really sparks your life oh my goodness um and it can't do... be- yeah. Sorry. Oh, go no, ahead. no, no, go ahead. No, no, no. I'm not going to interrupt you. You <laughs> <say it. laughs> Well, that's what I was saying for me, that it's so hard for me to, because those, the, the things, you know, the, my relationship with God and my relationship with him and my relationship with my boys, they really are intertwined into all so, of those things. Yeah, but those are chocolate. only your, oh, your and fuel your and your heat as well. <laughs> and
0: the oxygen, all of yeah. that is the same because it's me, what it you is. bring in every day yeah it's what sparks you to be motivated and it's what you
1: hold yourself to that standard exactly yeah so honestly they they're all in intertwined in all three of those things it is my oxygen as well I don't know what I would do without I obviously could talk to you forever and I want to thank you we're gonna you know I want to thank
0: you so much Bria for being on this episode of share your hotness and thank you um lover man of Bria (laughs) I didn't catch your name I'm Tim Tim, for making a a last minute appearance on this episode. And I look forward to our guests hearing about your guys' epic romance.
1: The Share Your Hotness podcast is produced by Van Garrett Media. Lita Green is the host and creator of the podcast. Chris Van Garrett is the editor, producer, and music director. Shayla Dawn is our research coordinator. Join us next week for another episode of the Share Your Hotness podcast. Thanks for listening. This podcast produced by Van Garrett Media.